This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. About to catch up with our buddy Brian Baldinger at Baldy NFL on the Twitter or X, formerly known as Twitter, as we go into hour number three of the G Bag Nation. Zach Wolchuk, Brian Broadus, Lucius Alexander. We got Carter Freeman running your video. Gavin Dawson and Eric Chiafalo on assignment, family duty for the holidays. We will have your top 10 coming up on the other side, but right now we're joined by Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey Original Podcast, In the Huddle with Jason Lock and Fora and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. Baldy, how are you on this hump day? Uh, I'm doing just fine, guys. Good to be with you. Thanks. Well, uh, we certainly are not as great as we were in Cowboy Land after that game against Buffalo. What stood out to you when you went back and watched that tape? Well, I mean, uh, when you run for 266 yards Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, 49 times and you can't stop the same tackle trap over and over, counter trap over and over again. I mean, they ran the the same play left and right, and they just repeated it, and they couldn't stop it. And that's disturbing because, you know, at at a certain point you see a trend, you see what they're doing. You know, here comes Deion Dawkins, um, and you can't can't stop it. Uh, and they're basically forecasting and telling you we're going to come, and you can't stop it. That's that's disappointing. That's that's the thing that jumped out at me most. Baldy, if is there is the are the Cowboys the way that they're currently constructed with the linebackers being they play so much dime, yep. and the way that Dan plays those guys in that are they are they pretty much who they are having to play run defense? I, I don't see. Uh, I don't see any Leighton Vander Esch's or Sean Lee's come walking through that door to save this <laughs> save this defense when it comes to the linebacker play. Is there is there something that that you feel like that they could do differently? Just something schematically, a uh, 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 something change uh, that you would maybe see there or suggest that they could do? Yeah, well, I mean, I've been saying it for 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 weeks now that if you want to play Marquise Bell, you know, at the dime linebacker position with Demone Clark, that's fine. Um, but you, you know, you get them out of it by running it like Buffalo did. Right. So, I mean, you could, you go to a five man defensive line. The Eagles did that last year when teams were running on them. You could put Micah as an off the ball inside linebacker and have a bigger guy there instead of Marquise bell. And, and at least on first down, second down would help that, you know, Jonathan Hankins wasn't there. Uh, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, saying it was Mazzy Smith's fault, you know, from being no. in there, but you know, J- Hankins makes a difference in there. But, yeah, I mean, there's some things. You go to five-man line, you, you put Micah off the ball inside. He certainly can handle that. Um, you know, he's, he's got his instincts about him. Sometimes they're good. Sometimes uh, you take himself out of a play. But, I mean, you can get bigger inside, and that's the first thing. Or just put a bigger line up front and saying, we're not going to let you run on first down, and we're going to make you, you know, we're going to stop it and make you throw it. Baldy, I'm kind of going to the point that the Cowboys' offense is their best run defense. <laughs> The fact that when teams when Dallas is scoring 35, 40 points, nobody runs the ball on them. Is right. could it be 
is it that simple of a fix? And and what did you see from? It looked like to me a lot of clog and cover from uh, from the Bills of making Dak have to go through a, a lot of blue jerseys to get the ball out there. Well, it didn't help that you know they lost Zach you know early in the game, and you know he's just an elite player. So there's going to be a drop off. Um, you know, Buffalo is, is you know I mean no matter who they play, Miami, they're not getting the ball over their heads. Right. Um, you know, their, their safeties are playing back. Um, they might, you know, invite you to run the ball more than you'd like to, more than a team that has thrown it as well as Dallas has. Um, you know, but that's basically what they're telling you. I mean, Micah Hyde, uh, Jordan Poyer, like whoever's back there, um, you know, that's that's sort of their philosophy. We're, you're not going to beat us over the top. You know, CD's not going to run a double move and go deep. And Dalton Schultz, uh, or Jake Ferguson isn't going to, you know, destroy us down the seams. We're going to take the middle away from you. And that's kind of what they do. And that's who they are. Uh, but, you know, there's other ways to defeat them. They, uh, I thought Rasul Douglas played real well. Um, he's just a big corner. Yeah. Doesn't run particularly well, but, he, you know, he, he can kind of drape you pretty good. And he did that in the game and kind of limited the number of places they went with the ball. Well, with the Cowboys linebacker situation, we get asked a lot about, okay, why don't you put Micah back at off-ball linebacker? I think Brian and I have talked about it. That's not necessarily how we'd handle it because he's so darn effective at the line of scrimmage. What do you think overall about Micah moving more to linebacker? Well, I mean, look, he's, he's showing the versatility. He can go back and forth. Yeah. I mean, if Buffalo is going to run it on first down, why wouldn't you put Micah there if they're running the ball the way they did they ran it 49 times josh allen said look if this was a high school science experiment i got i got <laughs> yeah. credit for it yeah. i just didn't help out you know it was a great line and it, it really was he threw the one touchdown uh, you know in isolation there to the back but uh, for the most part i mean if they're going to run it and they ran it at micah you know they ran counter right at him um the eagles have had success doing that uh, you know it's one way to limit him is to you know run the ball like they did i mean he was a non-factor in the game and so if, if that's a team's approach and they're having success with it, then I think you should have the option to, to make that switch mm-hmm. because, you know, if, if they're running it like they did, it's not going to help you that Mike is so effective off the edge, rushing the passer, mm-hmm. if there's nobody to rush. Baldy, uh, going on to where, you know, with, now with Miami, a different set of challenges with them really banged up in their offensive line, you know, as we start to read the injury reports. I was watching them play last night a little bit against the Jets. It looked like they were terrified against the Jets that maybe the pass rush was going to be a problem. Ball getting out of to his hands really, really, really quick in this football game. It, it, Dallas has got to find a way, though, to put pressure. If Miami's going to play with a bunch of backup offensive linemen, that's got to be their best chance to win this football game, isn't it? As you look at it, though, and, and try and take advantage of of that Dolphin uh, offensive line? Well, they, you know, they lost Connor Williams and, you know, Connor had played great since he left Dallas. He started every game for yeah. him and then he got hurt in the Tennessee game. He's out for the year. It's really, it's really too bad because he'd been playing great football and he's been the rock in the middle there. And so they moved Liam Eikenberg in the center from guard. So they kind of weakened two positions, but they got Teron Armstead back last week and he's a difference maker. He took on Bryce Huff and, you know, uh, uh, Johnson out there, like he, he handled them, especially like on the big throws down the field. Sure. Uh, you know, so to waddle, but uh, that helps, but you know, really their best pass protection is to getting rid of the ball really quickly. Right. And I thought Mike McDaniel made a good decision last week to sit Tyreek Hill 
and to rest him up, I believe he will play. I know he didn't practice today, but I, I just know in Tyreek, he wants 2,000 yards. Yeah, He's going to be healthier than he was at any point in that Tennessee game. Um, and so I think, you know, when you get both those guys out there, you got to respect it. But they're the number one rushing football team in the league, even with all the changes they've had in the offense line. Raheem Mostert is, is a beast. And this Devon Achan yeah. is a really good football player. And they don't go away from the run. They, and they get you with these motions and these shifts, and they kind of get you a little bit wonky in there, and they just keep coming at you. So they can beat you either way. Um, you know, I'm sure they looked at Dallas's tape last week against Buffalo and against Arizona, and I'm sure there's, you know, a good feeling in that room that they can run the ball against Dallas, and that might be their first objective on Sunday is to shut that down. To Brian's point about the Cowboys needing to score some points, which they failed to do against Buffalo, how good is that Miami defense? Well, they've been playing shorthanded. You know, they played without Xavier Howard last week. Mm-hmm. Javon Holland hasn't played in the last month. Uh, they lost Jalen Phillips. They lost Jerome Baker. They're pretty good backups, though. And Jalen last week, Jalen Ramsey, he went and shadowed Garrett Wilson. And, you know, I, I saw him shut him down. Now, the, the offense line of the Jets was a mess. So, yeah. you know, there wasn't a lot of opportunities. But, you know, I can see Jalen. I don't know what Xavier's, you know, condition is. He got beat pretty good a couple times by Tennessee. But uh, if Xavier if plays, then they play left corner, right corner. But if Xavier's out, I can see them shadowing Jalen on CeeDee Lamb, which would be a, a pretty good, you know, sub-hub price of admission to go watch. Baldy, do what do you make of Dallas's inability, though, to play on the road right now? Is it <laughs> – and, and I know it's – I mean, it's, it's probably a, a topic of conversations you have all the time on your TV work as well. Mm-hmm. But is it is it as simple as could it be communication issues that offense when the offense at home it looks like you hear the here we goes and everybody's on yeah. the same page they get on the road I'm watching Dak violently slam his foot in the ground trying to get the ball and and I'm I'm watching Tyron Smith and Tyler Smith try and man a twist stunt which I haven't seen yeah. at home it, it, could it be right. as simple as communication problems. Or some communication problems? I, 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 don't, I don't doubt that that's an issue, but like that's not an excuse, though. No, you know? no, I mean, no. Everybody plays on the road. No. You know, and everybody goes into hostile places. And, you know, like, you just, like, it might be true. And I'm sure there are communication uh, issues, but it, you can't, that, that, it can't happen, though. Like, everybody has a silent count. Sure. Everybody has a way to, to handle those conditions. But, you know, I mean, if that is an issue, then it's something that they haven't fixed yet. Uh, because I don't think it's just that simple, but I do think that's part of the problem. And uh, I just know in, you know, in my days, you know, when I couldn't hear and I had to look at the ball and keep an eyeball on the defense lineman, like it wasn't as much fun, but you know, you got used to it and, you know, you could, you could play the game just fine. And, you know, you couldn't hear the quarterback most days in New Orleans and some places, but you know, you kind of knew that going in. You didn't, you, you just didn't let you, know, you just concentrate a little bit harder. Um, but <clears throat> They got to, they, but you know they've they've got to figure this out. Like I think there's probably going to be as many Cowboy fans in that stadium as there are Dolphin fans. Sure, so it might actually feel like a home game in some ways. I just feel like Dallas is going to travel for this game. Uh, not that Dolphin fans are bad; they're much better than they have been. They showed up on Monday night, did the game Monday night against Tennessee, and it was a good crowd, really good crowd. But I feel like you're going to see a lot of Cowboy fans in that stadium. Maybe that'll make them feel a little bit better. 
Let's hope. Our Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger with us here in the G-Bag Nation. Cowboy fans did feel a little bit better after the Monday night game with Seattle beating Philly. What's the uh, pulse of the Eagles right now? And is there anything to Jalen Hurts' comments about commitment issues within the locker room? I, just, you know, it's 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 dangling out there for everybody to chew on. Um, it, it it's not something that I expected to hear from Jalen. Usually, he just only points the finger at himself yeah. and nobody else. But when you say there's commitment issues, he's talking, you know, to another, uh, you know, a number of other players, and I'm sure players are wondering if uh, if if he's talking about me, which isn't good. Um, they have problems. They're a very simple offense. They're very predictable. You saw uh, McCaffrey the other night kind of anticipating what play it was. And there is a lot of truth to their formations. They're not a pre-snap motion team and all that kind of stuff. And if they can't get the deep ball, basically Seattle said, we're going to play Quandre Diggs and Julian Love. We're going to play him 15 yards off the ball. And A.J. Brown's not beating us over the top. And they didn't. And they seem to get frustrated when they, um, when they can't do that. And they don't have success doing it. Uh, and so – there's a lot on Jalen right now, but defensively they're a mess. And they, you know, they basically fired the defense coordinator. They didn't fire him, but yeah. whatever they did, you know, I mean, they elevated another guy to the position. So they know when you throw, when you give up 30 touchdown passes, second worst in the league, like there's, there's definitely issues with personnel, but scheme as well. Uh, it didn't seem to help at all in that final 92 yard drive by Drew Locke in Seattle. Baldy did, you know, and I know that you're right there in the backyard of the Eagles, did you have wind that Matt Patricia was going to be elevated to this position? No. Were you hearing the whispers Nobody at all did. in the weight room with you or your guys or any of that stuff? Nobody. No, no. Nobody. I mean, I see the guys, but nobody. I don't think. I mean, I think they knew on Wednesday or wasn't sure. anything that anybody was talking about. But, you know, it wasn't really uh, leaked until Friday. Right. And so that's the first anybody really heard about it. Um, you know, and then, you know, if you do it that way, you're going to get exactly what you know, Troy and Joe did on Monday night. You, you yeah. know, you're going to get a lot of cameras on Sean Desai yeah. and a lot of sh- sh- cameras on Matt Patricia, and you're just going to invite a lot of speculation and all that kind of stuff. I mean, Buffalo fired Ken Dorsey, yeah. you know, and they elevated Joe Brady. Normally, that's kind of what you do when you're not happy. You know, uh, you, you look at Ron Rivera, he fired Jack Del Rio yeah. and elevated different. You know, like, I don't, I don't see the benefit of trying to placate a guy that, you know, isn't doing a very good job. Mm-hmm. And so I, it's, it's a little bizarre to me, the whole thing. How excited are you for Ravens and 49ers on Christmas Day? Well, I just, you know, I, I got to tip my hat to the schedule makers, like how they uh, were this fortuitous <laughs> and prescient to know that the two best teams in the league would meet after all the gifts have been unwrapped and the church services have been attended and you're sick of your relatives that we get to watch <laughs> this feast. You know, I mean, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. You know, as an analyst, honestly, this is a dream because yeah. we, we can go inside this game on so many different levels with the quarterback situation, the style of defenses, the style of offenses. Like there's a real difference all the way through and how both teams have gotten to 11 and three. And so we get to see all these differences play out. Like I can't wait to watch that game Sunday night. It's going to be an absolute blast. Do you have any uh, plans for Christmas? I mean, is there any baldy traditions that go down in your household? Well, you know, I mean, it's football season, and, you know, yeah. football kind of falls on Sunday and Monday, Christmas this year. So there's, you know, it's a game to do on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I got uh, a bunch of family that, I'm, uh, that are going to be in attendance on 
Christmas Day, even though there's a lot of football being played that day. Sure. But they're they're kind of used to that, you know, being in this in this uh, family. Was there ever the Baldy outdoor football family football game? Oh, hell did we yeah. ever have that back in the day? Uh, we did that on Thanksgiving. We still do that. Yeah. Quite a bit. You know, the guys that can actually still walk, um, you know, w- without, you know, maybe with a bad limp, you know, that's still, <laughs> that's still all time quarterback but, situation. Kind yeah, of thing. Well, well, we did all that, all that. Uh, we, I lived in Minnesota for a long time and, yeah. you know, we had our snowball games and, yeah. and all that. I mean, we, you know, we, we, we sled rid off the, off the roof one year after a bad snowstorm. So, I mean, all, you know, we were outdoors. I mean, it was just, there was one TV in the basement. Dad was watching it. Sure. There was always a game on. But, um, you know, we, we, we learned to play outdoors in whatever conditions there were. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Um, I, uh, I, there's a bunch of them. I, I, I can't really remember. Home Alone. I mean, I, they're all pretty good. All classics. You know, I, I think anything with, everything with Farrell would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was thinking Die Hard for you, Baldy. Kind of an action. Oh, blow yeah. them up. Guys, you know, guys, I've rough been, and tumble. Bruce Willis fan. Yeah, you know, he's, yeah. Bruce Willis is, grew up right here in Vineland, New Jersey, just down the road. Yeah. So uh, I was, I was a big fan of those for sure. Baldy, you're the best man. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. We look forward to catching up with you again next week. Likewise, guys. I'll talk to you next week. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Merry you Christmas too, to you as well. That was Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Make sure to follow in the huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever. You get your podcast. Always fun getting to catch up with Baldy. He is a wealth of knowledge. He sure is, man. And uh, I think he's just as football horny as we are when it comes to Ravens 49ers, mm-hmm. man. That's going to be an absolute epic, epic football game battling for the top. Maybe could could be a Super Bowl preview. Could be. Oh, maybe the Cowboys could go ahead and put a wrench in those plans. All right, let's get into the top 10. In honor of the Cowboys playing Tua, got me thinking, who are the top 10 left-handed athletes of all time? Ooh. Who do you think is the best left-handed athlete ever? That's next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, time for the top 10. Segment brought to you by Soda. That's state-of-the-art weight loss, so we love you. Thank you for my soda body. Feeling so much better this holiday season, although it is uh, it is crazy. You know, you start getting off playing a little bit. I, it's tough, man. I mean, they make it they make it easy it's somewhat hard. with the maintenance plan, and, and they're always there for you. But it, it's true; it's it's a constant battle with the weight because it comes back on so quickly. 
Well, the thing about it is the discipline that you have yep. to have. And, and the great thing about soda is they, they're very encouraging. They are. They, they're super helpful. And they, they, they mean they, I'll tell you, it got to the point where there's, and I don't, I mean this in a nice way. It's super stressful because you don't want to let them, you don't want to let yourself I don't want to disappoint down. them. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. They're so, they, when you go to your weigh ins, you want them to be, they're, they're so proud of you yes. when you, when you lose weight. And then they're like, oh, you're down. 4.8 pounds and you and you get excited about that you know and, you, and man there were times where i dreaded like like oh i only lost like 0. 0.8 you know and you're like okay next week i'm not i've got to lose yeah and it adds it, the motivation it adds the motivation but there's the, the they're super helpful people and i mean like i said i it, it it is tough though once once they don't see anymore yeah you know, now it's, it's on you now it's on but you. they're always there if i need to call them and yeah. shout out to my team out there in plano yeah. and encourage anybody if you can yeah. uh and, and i get it you know fin- oh, no, it, finances yeah. as well that can be stu- tough especially yeah. around the holiday season but it's been life changing for weight me off you. and a lot of people before we slide into the top 10 top 10 left-handed athletes of all time i did see this story on the morning news Shout out to uh, this restaurant in Arlington, Nearly Famous Burgers and Hot Dogs. It's a small, what? fast, casual spot in Arlington. We were in Arlington for like two months straight. Yeah. What, what, we not, why did we not hit this one? What, we probably should have. We were at Hurtado, which but was not bad. Hurtado is absolutely delicious. Shakerton's was fantastic yeah. as well. Uh, I think we went to the Buffalo Wild Wings in yeah, Arlington, they and they good. were great. And you can always see uh, you know KNC at the variety of Buffalo Wild Wings locations. But since late November, this restaurant has given out about 25 hundred dollars in burgers hot dogs fries and sodas to diners who can't afford to pay for them. oh that's man what a- it's it's a pay it forward deal okay so the man who started this there was a customer who wants to remain anonymous and he calls their owner there and says here i'm going to give you five hundred dollars uh and i want you to you know figure out how to feed people with it yeah and their what owner there, idea. jeremy Lowe, and shout out to you jeremy then has created a wall of receipts where other, you know, customers can come in and if they want to also buy a meal and pay it forward for somebody else that's in need that goes into the restaurant. There you go. The people can then come in and take one of the receipts off the wall. No questions asked. Just go up to the customer, like the counter and say, I, I would like this yeah, meal. What a great idea. They call that pay it forward? Pay it forward. I like and, that and it idea. it used to happen sometimes at Chick-fil-A where you know people would come through the drive-thru line and they'd say, hey, can I pay for the, the car behind, behind me? me? Yeah. And sometimes we ended up getting you know a streak of like 10 straight cars wow. that would do it. And then somebody would break it, which, I mean, I would get it. Maybe they were only getting you know a sandwich, and then the order behind them is like $40 worth of food, and they're like, oh, I mm-hmm. can't quite do that. So I understand, but I did want to give this, uh, this place in Arlington – some love, because I think that's an amazing deal that they're doing, especially over the holidays. This time of year, man, there's a lot of less fortunes out there. So if you can do anything, please do. Absolutely. Hey, at the end of the day, do you guys, when you worked at Chick-fil-A, do you guys throw away the food? Uh, so they did a really good job of kind of only making the Enough. amount that Enough. we needed. Yeah. Like they would kind of, we'd, we'd know the, the busy times and slow times. But yeah, there would be times where I would get to take home quite a bit of food. Yeah. That does saying, suck, I, man. I just see it at the end of the day, they yeah. throw away a lot of foods yeah. and stuff like that. I'm like, man, that could be going to somebody. The waste. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And and they do a good job now of trying to get that with, with the stats and the numbers. Like, you know, your peak times. Yeah. Yeah. How much you need. I, I'll tell you something that I, I really, I think it's cool is how there was a, a program, and I think it was in Chicago. There was a gentleman collected, you know, shampoo bottles. You know, we go stay in a hotel and you only use like half the... That's L. You know, L. Duncan's always going to win this Bro, thing. By the way, on, man. But she's just winning in she, life anyway. She, she's yeah. Every <laughs> time she's L. on this show, she's going to win. Unreal. Yeah, I, I, she's got great sports opinions too. 
Uh, the thing about it, with the, the, this guy was collecting, he was going to all the hotels and the empty, well, not empty, but the shampoo half used and oh, you know, yeah. all that. And then like they were packaging them up and for the homeless and stuff like that to be able like little care packages and stuff. Anything that people were doing to try and help others, man, support those folks. Absolutely. Support all those folks. It's badass. It yeah. really, really is. All right, let's slide into the top 10. In honor of Tua, who is a left-handed quarterback, I've got the top 10 left-handed athletes of all time. Do you have a lefty that just stands in your memory as, oh, man, this was my dude? Or maybe a couple. Lucius? Uh, since you since you teased it earlier, I was thinking, and I can't think of who is left and who is right, other than a few, because I like boxing. Ooh, Marvin yes. Marvin Hagler. Oh okay. man. Uh, Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, okay. Manny Pacquiao. And then I know Dion is a left hand yes, guy. That's true. Yes, sir. And that's I think that's all I know. Michael Vick to me was like the first oh, one that I was like, oh, because yeah. you could tell. You could, like it, it looks weird. It always looks weird to me when you get the lefty quarterbacks. Yeah. Those are all awesome. Yeah, when Spittle, our boss, when he writes something right in front of you, yeah. it looks so strange. Just, wait, hold on. What? Hey, why are you holding a pen like that, Is you a lefty? Bro? What's going on? Do here? you want me to hold that paper for you? No, What's it's weird because on? he's holding the big husky pencil from when you were in like second grade. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let me ask you this: the husky pencil, you got your small hands when you're growing up, but they give you the biggest pencil known to man. What? Why? Oh, yeah. Why do we? Why yeah, do we do that? And then when you that? get big, you get this little small itty bitty yeah. thing. Yeah. And then, know, and then it was like the big chief tablet. With the, the lines that were real, man, I'm, I'm dating myself. But, yeah, the Husky pencil, that thing was like a telephone pole. Like, right with a, you know, it was like, and you're like a little kid. with this huge I pencil. I can't grip this. I can't. Well, how much have you asked me to write this? Uh, Pause. But, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew you were going to do that. I gave you just enough room you to did. do that. You never can be too careful. Yeah. My favorite left-handers, uh, the, fir- the first one I ever was with was uh, Mark Burnell. Okay. Was uh, with us with the Packers. We competed against Steve Young. And then I go all the way back to in baseball. I go Sandy Koufax, as oh, a, with, a, with the old uh, L.A. Dodgers. Man, there, there's so many good lefties. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I, I guess I shouldn't have thought that there wasn't, but there yeah. definitely is a ton. I mean, Barry Bonds is an honorable mention. Okay, uh, certainly somebody texted in Conor McGregor. You know that that's a mean oh. left that he's got. Joe Frazier was honorable mention. Bobby oh, yeah. Orr. Joe Frazier. Yeah, from the NHL. Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. Yeah, lefty. that's that's a good one. Gail Sayers? I didn't know Gail Sayers was left-handed. I didn't either. David Robinson. The Admiral. A lefty. You brought up Koufax. He's an honorable mention. Honorable mention? Yep. Griffey Jr. Wow. How, now, how is he not? Is he an honorable mention? Yeah, I mean, you'll, uh, when whoa, we get to whoa, the top whoa. 10, we got some really good okay. ones in the top 10, but mm. some of these, I'm like, I man, I, I don't know how. There's 10 athletes better than these guys. It's absolutely insane. Heard your swing than Ken Griffey Jr.? Rod Carew was left there is anybody that's got one. Uh, you brought up Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. He's also just outside the top 10 there, Lucius. Just a bit outside. Just a bit outside. And then Lou Gehrig. Oh. Lou Gehrig's your final round. This is the greatest, greatest, greatest yeah. day, day, day of my, my, Broadcasting mind. those Dolphins microphones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, the Dolphins are still using theirs for <laughs> yeah. radio broadcast. Number 10 is uh, John McEnroe. Oh. And maybe it's just because he was breaking so many rackets. I'll tell you what, man. Him, Jimmy Connors, Bjorn Borg, Elia Nastassi. They, man, back in the 70s, those guys got after it on that tennis circuit. There's some epic matches Dude. played by them gentlemen. Might have been the heyday. Yeah. Number nine is Steve Young. Ah. Hall of Famer. You brought have a good up. record against Steve Young. Do you? Yeah. Well, I guess Packers, I think, Yeah, we, a, we can beat Troy Aikman, but we beat the heck out of Steve Young all the time. Yeah. Then there's Deion Sanders. Who's just got one there? There yep. we go. Prime time. Honestly, you're talking about pure athletes. I think Dion could have been number one. 
I mean, I don't know what he couldn't do, really. Okay, pure athlete, him or Bo Jackson? Bo? Lucius? I saw more of Dion than I did Bo. Bo Jackson or Dion Sanders? I got to see Bo playing basketball. Oh. I just got to see. Oh. There may be video that exists, and I just haven't yeah. seen it. I got to see Bo playing basketball because yeah. Dion can play basketball. Okay, mm. that might. And Dion can fish, too. I bet you can Bo fish. Jackson can fish, too, I bet. Yeah. He's from a little town in Alabama. Alabama he can fish. What are you talking about? I don't even know why I went there. Yeah. Yeah. You learn it at three. Yeah. yeah. Hold this pole. Yeah. Yeah. And then Baba goes down. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pull a little big old catfish yeah. out of there. Number seven, Ted Williams. Oh, the splinted splinter. Yes, sir. He was a lefty. God, how did I miss that one? Number six is Rafael Nadal. Oh. 13 French Open titles. No question. King of clay. King of clay. King of Play-Doh. How about this one? I didn't know, and maybe this is shame on me. I should have known this, but number five, LeBron. Oh. LeBron's a lefty. Oh, I didn't know that either. I never realized it. Yeah, he should try it handy, doesn't he? Does he? I think he does. He's a lefty, apparently. Wait, come on, man. He's been playing 100 years. I guess I'm never, like, looking. I mean, he does have a mean drive to his left. I always thought that was just a rare talent and skill. Maybe that's his natural side. Wow. Well. Number five, or four, excuse me, is Larry Bird. Oh, yeah. Larry Bird did have a yeah. beautiful shot. Yeah. I was going to say straight. He was shake people, didn't make yeah. a set shot. Didn't Larry Bird <laughs> Maybe like, on the ground looking up at him. I think there was a game that Larry Bird went into the game and says he was only going to take left-handed shots. And he had like a hell oh, of a night. Yeah. Maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. people don't know this, but I'm kind yeah. of a badass shooting lefty. Yeah, I could shoot left-handed too. Number three is the great one, Wayne Gretzky. There you go. Number two, Bill Russell. Bill Russell was a lefty. Bill Russell was a lefty. Unbelievable. I didn't know that a either. Lot of championships, Not that I want man. 11 championships yeah. to Bill Russell's name. Yep. Number one, though. Derek Holland. <laughs> the Dutch oven. No, number one is Babe Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> How do we forget Babe Ruth? I didn't, honestly, I mean, I didn't get to I watch Babe's week. career. I you know, I've seen highlights. I'm, I'm but the worst broadcaster. Babe's over here. A lefty. I liked. I liked batting I liked, and throwing. I liked. The, I liked the Dutch oven at one. My Sultan of SWAT. I did too. In our I, hearts. Eh, let's let's just make him number one. Yeah, it's Dutch. Dutch is number one today. Yeah. And then also honorable mention number one on one on the charts. Number one in our hearts. In our hearts. He. he, he I should have known that he cooks left handed. And you watch him work in the grill. Yeah, he does. He cooks. He cooks. Flips some he burgers. Does, left handed. He sent me a video on Instagram the other day about uh, somebody else going viral for making pizza burgers. Oh, he was one of the first I've He's ever like, had. Bro, yours and he were... went, and he went for the high end pizza to make, and then with he the did. wagyu burger to go along with it. Just, he he got Zalot pizzas. Yeah, yeah, I see it. He did. Yeah, and then the man's losing his mind. He, oh, he, bro. He's he loves to experiment with a lot of things, but food especially mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Ideas, man. Yeah. Got ideas. It's the way to go. Yeah. Uh, Pele, also an honorable mention. You know, in honor of Dawson. Although, is, is that one of the players that Dawson said's overrated? I think he. I think, I think he did. I think I he think said he, Pele I was overrated. I think he said something like that. And you know, he's that Dawson guy. Dawson needs to be punched. Hey, who's for your saying? favorite Ranger, Michael <laughs> Young? Yeah, Michael Young's overrated. You know? After Lucius, <laughs> after Le- <laughs> he did. That's what he, he did. Sure did. He sure Are did. You kidding me? Yeah. Uh, Come on. Yeah. No, he was just okay. No, good player, but just not a top ten Ranger of all time. I love you, guys. If uh, you really wanted to, <laughs> you do it. All right, there's another edition of the Top 10. Thank you guys for indulging me there. Let's uh, talk some baseball, shall we? Let's go around the bases. Latest free agent rumors and a member of your World Series champions is on the move. Tell you who next. Thank you, L.A. We got John Machuda of the Athletic Talking Cowboys. He's been out there at the Star, and we'll get uh, the latest on what's going on with America's team coming up at the top of the hour. And then we got the Expressway, L.A. Live. A little under an hour from now, since so it's a butt naked Wednesday. It's one of my favorites. That and Toxic Tuesday, obviously. A lot of good texts coming in for lefties. We forgot to mention our buddy Brian Broaddus. Brian, you're a lefty. 
I didn't know that. Corey Majors, apparently, from the 469, yeah. a lefty, too. We had a bunch of lefties up yeah. here. Yeah. We're in our right mind. What is going on? What is going on? This it's got to be weird, bro. That's strange, man. Yeah. How's it feel? <laughs> it, it's funny when you said... You can't grab scissors or nothing. Yeah. when you. It's funny when you were talking about spittle writing, I was like... I was like, oh, I guess I write weird too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. I, mean, I do. I just, <laughs> you do. I do. I, I take notes. And then when people like come, somebody comes at you to shake your hand, do you have to like in your head? Oh, I, oh no, no. Oh, let me, I always let me catch it. I always write handshake. Okay. Always okay. right handshake. You've got that down. Yeah. And it is nuts. A lot of people were texting in like LeBron not left-handed. He's right. No, he is. He's left-handed, but he shoots right-handed. Right. He That's shoots with crazy. his right. Isn't that nuts? I, yeah. I think Phil Mickelson plays golf left-handed but and he's right, right right hand yes. right right handed. That's why Phil ball. wasn't on the list. Because yeah. Phil is right-handed. He's not left-handed, yeah. but he does play he plays left. Golf. He plays golf left-handed. Same yeah. thing with a lot of people were complaining about Messi not being on there. Messi's right-handed, but he's got a dominant left foot. foot. Yeah. So, yeah, insane, some of the talent that these athletes have. We need to get us some of those messy, those Miami, those pink jerseys, those things those guys were wearing. They're cool. Those are really cool. They are. Didn't when, uh, didn't Eric give us that it's the top-selling jersey? It is the top-selling jersey in the, in the Crazy, world right man. now. Yeah. Power of football, footy ball. All right, let's go around the bases here, and the Rangers have indeed lost another member of their defending World Series championship oh, team. Damn, who? Martin Perez signed with the Pirates, and now we won't be asking Austin Hedges how many numbers is left on his rear end. Oh, really? Hedges gone. Yeah, Austin Hedges is reuniting with the Cleveland Guardians. Apparently, he was uh, one of their top priorities to bring him back. He was with the Guardians, uh, was a big-time leader in that clubhouse, then left last year in free agency before he got traded to the Rangers. And then the, from Pittsburgh, right? Yep. And then apparently, uh, from the moment this offseason started, the Guardians were in contact with Hedges. At first, it didn't look like a reunion was going to happen. That's when Cleveland decided to add backstop Christian Betancourt to the roster. It wasn't until this past week that it was clear a deal would be made with Hedges and the Guardians as they ship Betancourt to Miami for cash. Hedges saying, quote, to me, it's a homecoming. I love Cleveland. It's a one-year, $4 million deal. And congratulations to Hedges. Seriously. Yeah, hey, and he's uh, he's going to kind of go down as one. Who's our guy with the Mavs? The, Brian Cardinal. Brian Cardinal. custodian. Yeah. Anytime that those guys come back, and they're Brian Cardinal, and he's going to get the loudest ovation, right? Every and when Hedgie comes back, he's going to get a loud yeah. ovation for for what he, yeah, and and not as a, not as a player, I don't think, but for what he did just to, you know, to keep that team loose, and and, and you know let it have you know allow it to have some the fun, yeah, yeah. I, I I was kind of hoping we were going to get to interview him. You guys, you and Eric do a great job with those. He would have been great in the clubhouse, clubhouse interviews. Yeah, he would spring awesome. training. And I think those things are only going to get better. I hope so. But he would have been a fun one to, to visit with. Yeah, let's see if we, uh, you know. He'll find somebody. Don't get ourselves banned this year. No, it was you guys a, little, won't, it was a little close last year. Me no, taking the man. call, and then Rich is like, no, you got to go outside. Eric's sitting on the couch. Look, all of these things, maybe they played a hand in the, in the championship I, I, run. I think it started the championship run with you taking the call in the clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was really an important call. It was Sean and RJ. I did a hit with them in the morning. And so you, I thought it'd be cool. It's like, guys, I'm in the clubhouse right now. We're just like, no, wait, buddy, wait. you, you got to go outside. You did it in the, you did it actually in the club. I thought you were joking. Well, yeah, it was, it was, no, I'm not joking. No. Yeah. Did they, I they, got reprimanded. Rich is a nice guy though. Rich was super nice. He, he, cause I told that that one time that Dawson and I, well, Dawson and I went right. I mean, like we got locked out and I said, come on, man, let's go. We went through the Ranger clubhouse. I mean, we literally went through. And just, like, walked. just walk straight through <laughs> and like, you know, there's the uniforms, there's the equipment truck. There's, we just walked right through. I'm like, oh, you got to act like you, 
Don't act like you've been here, Dawson. Rich was following us the whole time and didn't say a word oh, until we got outside. Yeah. And, and like, I was just spouting off, literally just, like, saying all kinds of crazy ass. And Rich is listening. And Rich is listening and couldn't have been nicer. Like He's the best. Guys, uh, next time, just call me. I'll let you through. And I'm like, oh, geez. And, I mean, that was, like, one of my first weeks of working <laughs> full-time with, right. with the show. Man. and Was that right before the pandemic hit, or was that the year before? It, it was the same day. It was the same wow. week. Wow. It was the same week. That, that Wednesday, like, we were doing radio, and the it was the Brewers and the Royals, and they come out to exchange lineup cards, <laughs> and Major League Baseball said, boys, we ain't playing. We're done. And I was and I was sitting there. We were sitting in an empty stadium for three days and uh, just kind of thinking, man, we're, what's going to happen from this? It's crazy. What is going to happen? But here we are. Man, uh, we can't wait to but get Rich back out there. Rich was a super nice guy. Yeah, Rich is the best. I mean, he could have just like started just going off on me, all the crap I was saying. I'm like, yeah, you just got to act like you know your work. Yeah. JB, John Blake might have. He might have yeah. mouthed off on you. Yeah. But uh, no, everyone at the Rangers, I love them. I mean, it, it's been a great They've relationship. They've been super, super and, helpful. Uh, being a part of, you know, the pre and post stuff. Yeah. Angie, she, she's the best Oh, yeah, as well. she is super nice, yeah. Andrew McCutcheon has re-signed with the Pirates. Is this a one-year deal? Because he's a fan favorite guy. It is. It's a one-year deal. I thought, you know, his season ended I with thought the he was torn done. Achilles. Yeah. I thought he was going to retire. I thought this was retirement signing. But at 37, no, it's a one-year contract with $5 million. He's going to try and play this year. He is legendary. He's like Willie Stargell. He is. He's, he's one of the best Dave Pirates Parker in the history of the franchise. Manny Sanguian and Bruce Keyson. He's one of these guys. So, I guess he didn't require surgery. What? Uh, so he was. Is, just, he the, is he on the Rogers plan? He was. Well, maybe he was on, in a walking boot for six weeks. He should be out of the boot now. I must be partial torn. And yeah, it could have been partially torn. Okay, so here's the kicker, though. He <laughs> kicker? needs just one more home run to yeah. get to 300. There you go. That's what it is. Yeah. He's at. He's he was at 299. Yeah. And if he gets one more homer, he'll be the 160th member of the 300 club. Okay. So that I, makes a lot of sense. Famous pirate Roberto. Stan Ross. Mm-hmm. You ever seen that movie with Stan Ross? I'm the boss. No. 300 Club, Mr. 300. Oh, Mr. Yes. Yeah. It's been a long time. That used to be Stan on HBO Ross. a ton, bro. Mr. 300. Yeah. That used to be on HBO a lot. Well, I guess now it's Max, which is so stupid. I yeah. agree with you on that, Lucius. Kill the brand name. So silly. Uh, and then we have the Orioles. I talked about this towards the end of the season. Their lease was up at Camden Yards. And it's like, there's no way the Orioles aren't going to play at Camden Yards. And they don't have the ability to just... Pick up and leave? Yeah. I mean, or build a new stadium that quick. But I'd build got, a new stadium. You would. <laughs> That's a good baseball team. It's, well, it is. I yeah. mean, now they're, they're, that's probably going to be the Orioles and the Rangers, hopefully yeah. going back and forth, uh, competing for the yeah. American League. Good pennant. young team. But they've got the lease extended there. Oh. So they'll be staying long term. They've got a long term agreement. Imagine uh, that. Months of negotiations. Yes. We're just now 99 days away from opening day. That family out there at the Baltimore uh, owns the team. Not good. Not a good situation Uh-oh. there. Yeah. Uh, the Dodgers are now weighing a big offer for Yamamoto. Yeah. I don't know how the team is. I mean, I guess we do know because Heck Shohei Otani yeah. is giving them a yeah. massive break. Yeah. But they're believed to it's be. It's a three hundred cons- million dollar player. I was hearing in it baseball. It is. Yeah. So they're considering a bit of two hundred and fifty to three hundred million yeah. for Yamamoto. My guys in baseball were telling me that's a three hundred million dollar player. I crazy. Think. Yeah. Uh, the Red Sox and San Francisco Giants are still in contention for him as well. And then Corbin Burns. Is it too late to be a Dodgers fan, by the way? Can I jump on that bandwagon? Make him your second team. Well, and speaking, <laughs> I know of, uh, speaking of the Otani signing, like Glass now was doing hits and interviews yesterday with yeah. the media, and he said that Shohei Otani helped lure him to L.A. 
Of course he, he said did. It, def- it definitely added a lot of points for me to go to the Dodgers. Yes. It was awesome. Are you kidding? He said he wants me to come on the team and hopes to hit yeah. some home runs for me and yeah. join me on the pitching staff the following year. There you go. What a pitch. It's like, all right, all of a sudden, yeah, we got Otani, and now he's out here recruiting, like literally 24 hours later. It's amazing. And then uh, I mentioned Corbin Burns. He's unlikely to sign an extension with the Brewers. That's the dude I, I would love. I would absolutely love the Rangers to make a move to go get Corbin Burns. I think he's been one of the most underrated pitchers in the game for a couple of years now. Cy Young How does he contender. get to the market? They're just not. They're, they're, they're going to have to trade him. This is a Brewers decision. Yeah. Well, it's once you get to that six years of service time. Oh, there you go. So he's still not quite out there. Yeah, uh, not quite up. But uh, you know, to me, geez, it'd be it'd be fun. It'd be fun. Now Tyler Glass now on foul territory. He was pitching. The Dodgers should go and trade for him. Like the dot, you don't need everybody good. All right, Rangers, let's make this happen. Let's go get ourselves some Corbin Burns, shall we? Man. I would love that. And then Lord Escariel Jr. is re-signed with the D-backs. Uh, yeah, uh, and the movie was Mr. 3000, not Mr. 300. I knew what you were talking about. Yeah, man. shout out to all the Tolos that told me that the nice way, you know? <laughs> Look, we talk you, a lot. We oh, say, you made a mistake! We make mistakes! <laughs> Damn, Lucius! <laughs> I'm a walking mistake, my somebody, mother says. Somebody told me to go take a lap. <laughs> <laughs> go get me some tree bark and bring yeah, it back. Yeah. That's weed. That's weed. Oh, Just keep running, Lucius. I'll tell you when to come back, yeah. all right? We love you. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> And you're running, and you're looking at the coach, yeah. and they don't even, don't even oh, look, and you just keep running. Every every time you came around, you Me just look no. over, and they just kept no. keep running. Run again. <laughs> like, hey. run again. 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 Herb Brooks. Herb miracle. Brooks. Oh, again. Uh, Herb. <laughs> no, just leave me the keys. I'll lock up. Yeah. All right, let's get to John Mishota of The Athletic. Does fine work covering our Dallas Cowboys. Job, we'll talk to yeah. him as we get ready for Miami. That's next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.